Welcome back, everybody. It's Taco Tuesday! I'm Alex Padilla. I'm Alex Regla. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Taco Tuesday. Coming at you guys when the Lakers are losing, because they're still playing, because we're not waiting for this to finish. By 30, 94, 64 at the moment. 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Alex Regler, we have never done this. We have never started a podcast before the game is over. But really, what is there to what is there to wait for? No, yeah. Usually usually I'm the guy who's like, let's just give it another quarter. Like, let's mm-hmm. just give it about five more minutes just to be sure. But they're down 30. Um, I texted you like at 7.50. I just checked my text log. Mm-hmm. And I just te- texted you, oh, no. And yeah. It, early on, we could tell like th- this was going to get away from them. Yeah, it was uh, one of the nights where the Suns just weren't going to miss. What Booker was just crazy on fire. With Cameron Payne was having another game one type performance, and the Lakers honestly, you, the the basket could have been five times the size it's supposed to be, and I'm not sure how many more they would have made today. It was that bad. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, there's not much to say. Obviously, the story today. Uh, going into the game was the health of Anthony Davis. He did not play. He was the most game time de- decision I've ever seen a player be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was reports up until the minute of the game, like, what is he going to do? What is he going to do? Uh, he does. N- he did not play tonight. KCP actually reaggravated his injury. He left the game in the third quarter. And believe it or not, Alex, the Lakers did outscore the Suns in the third quarter, 27-26. <laughs> um, but literally nothing went right today. And nothing is going right today. It's still, like I said, it's still going on. Um, you know, everybody was was hopeful that LeBron would have one of those, you know, put, put the team on my back kind of games. And he just didn't. He looked like he was trying to get everybody else involved around him. Mm-hmm. And the biggest takeaway I have from tonight was everybody else looked pretty scared to take a shot. Yeah, that, I think that first quarter uh, set a tone there in terms of how confident the team was. Um, everyone outside of LeBron, like even LeBron, like I think he should have been more aggressive. I get why he was kind of facilitating early, maybe to get his guys going. And like the first play of the game, he got Marquise Morris that open three and he hit it. I'm like, okay, like th- okay, this seems like this th- like that's the game plan. Get everyone involved. Hopefully, LeBron can get doubles, triple teamed, and create open looks for guys. But as that quarter went on, guys were just passing up open threes. Like, I, t- I tweeted it out, and, like, missing shots is one thing. Like, you can forgive a team for missing shots. Like, that that's going to happen. But mm-hmm. passing them up, like, that that's just unforgivable. And, um, yeah, it, I think it just speaks to the vault, like, the confidence level coming in. I, I'm not sure they came into this game with the mindset that they were going to win it. At, at least it didn't seem that way. Definitely did not seem that way at all. And, you know, it's that's pretty disappointing, too, because – We've said this for, I believe, three or four weeks in a row now. The one thing the Lakers can always control is their effort. Mm-hmm. And there just seemed there was no fight. When they got punched in the mouth today, they just stayed down. Yeah. And that includes LeBron. Honestly, LeBron, there was a play that the Suns had a wide open dunk because I believe, uh, I believe it was KCP or Wes Matthews missed a three. And LeBron just stayed there at the other end of the court, dejected. And the Suns came back, dunked it. And then it was just like incredibly loud in phoenix and they called the timeout and so i'm not there's nobody that's safe from the wrath of how i feel about today nobody i i was gonna say do you like i maybe we'll do that later but is there any like was there a guy was there something that you thought was a positive that they can kind of 
take nope. with them? Nope. Okay. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. No, nothing. I, if they could, if, if nothing, literally, I cannot think of one thing today. Yeah. Nothing. I am, I'm struggling. Like you, if somebody even comes at me with Kuzma, I'd be like, no, because he's doing it when it, when they were already down by 30. So, no, I, I nothing. LeBron was a, uh, a game worse, minus 24 and plus minus today. He obviously mm. played the most minutes so far. That's right now. They're down by 31. Um, no, nothing. Why? Do you have one? I would I would be I, – I hope you do have one, actually. Um, do you? I mean, this is like – again, a lot of this just feels like garbage time stuff, though. And it's really hard to like when it's a score's that big to kind of really take anything concrete and like, okay, this worked. Because so, so much of that is just the other team like like letting up. Like if they're already up 20-30, like that's not going to be something they're really like trying to stop. So, I mean, LeBron did hit six out of ten threes. Like hopefully that means his jumper – is kind of in rhythm hopefully hopefully going to but i'm 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 like reaching here um yeah looking at the box score like kcp i know he got hurt and hopefully he's good for next game and hopefully that's just precautionary like they just at this point might as well sit him um he played 15 minutes he didn't even take a three he didn't even attempt one um dennis shooter 0 for 9 dennis, like the dennis, guard dennis, the guard play dennis. zero zero points in a combined what is that 30 minutes 40 minutes zero points so uh, it's it was just rough all around. Uh, Dennis Schroeder turned down eighty four million dollars. Uh, yeah, that. he's not I, getting that anywhere. I think when he did that, we we talked about it. Like this uh, feels like one of those who was a KCP. Like, yeah. uh, hopefully he gets on with another team or with the Lakers. I I I don't know. Dennis don't has know. been frustrating the last couple of games. Yeah, it's, it's it's frustrating because we know what he's capable mm-hmm. of doing offensively. He was he was really good. Like. Games two and three. When they won. Yeah. I don't think that's a surprise that they won those two games. Yeah. I don't think it's because nobody else is scoring for the Lakers. Nobody, Alex. Like, nobody is scoring for the Lakers. So, if LeBron and a- if LeBron's struggling, AD's not playing, I mean, we should have really saw a game like this coming, really. <laughs> I mean, let's looking back now, it kind of makes a lot of sense. This team has been struggling offensively even the games that they won. Mm-hmm. So there was yeah. never been a rhythm. Yes, they 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 scored some points and 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 they won the games. But offensively, there was like you know Drummond had that one game and I think it was game two that was really good. Schroeder had two and three that was good. But really, it's it's been a struggle all year to to find any rhythm offensively. What what is that? Uh, I think somebody somebody from Silver Screen Roll finally caught on about that dreaded um, the graphic. The zero, the the length of minutes with zero oh, points God. scored, and today it was the entire second quarter. Yeah, and you know what? Like a lot of people just get chalk it up to like missed threes, and like yeah, obviously that's huge. Like there were so many moments in this game where it looked like they tried to make a little run, like they got to stop, they got a bucket, they got to stop, wide open corner three from Macklemore miss a down like. Phoenix comes right back down, hits a three. Like that's just so deflating for like a team. But again, it's not just the missed threes. Like they just look disorganized. They, they don't. Yeah. It looks like they don't have a plan out there. And I'm not sure how much of that was LeBron just like saying, "Here, you try to do something now." Like I'm going to take a little break. And no, obviously, no one else can do anything. Or they just came in with like zero game plan because it looked like they were they, they weren't running anything out there. I think LeBron knew that he had to get somebody involved to get this yeah. game close. Yeah. I think he knew that. He forced stuff yet. I believe he had 
three of the f- Lakers' four turnovers at some point in the game mm-hmm. uh, early on. I, the game to me was over at halftime, so I'm not really talking about anything that happened after that. I just because it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. So starters versus starters. LeBron had a bunch of turnovers because he was trying to get things going. He himself was 0 for three, I believe, from this in the, from the field in the second quarter. I mean, it was awful. There was two field goals made in the in the second quarter. A season low ten points in the second quarter, and I believe uh, wow. a I just saw it. I'm trying to pull it up. Ten points, and this is from uh, Dan Wojcicki. Ten points in the second quarter is the lowest scored by the Lakers in a playoff quarter since April 22, 2007. Just the tenth time in franchise history the Lakers have scored ten or fewer in a quarter. Jeez. I mean, that sums up everything you need to know, need to know about tonight's game. And you know what? At one at, at some point, we do have to credit Phoenix. Like, obviously, the Lakers are playing like crap, but like, I think Phoenix is like, uh, like they're playing really hard. That crowd is going nuts for them. Like, one thing's for sure, they're not scared of the Lakers. Um, that's that's what surprised me the most. It, from game not- one, really. I know they won game one, but there's been no point in this series. Like, even when they were Lakers were up by like 15, like I think it was like game three. Mm-hmm. Like Phoenix came back that game, yeah, and they made and that it close. Was the game, that was the game where I was like, "Whoa!" I think the Lakers are really showing their dominance here. Mm-hmm. That was the game where like LeBron was trying to to fool Crowder. Yeah, yeah, the drumming shots and all those things. And to me, I was like, "Wow!" And Devin Booker got ejected. Crowder got ejected. It looked like that series was over at that moment. It really did. Uh huh. And so, to your point. You're 100% correct. This team came back, and this is what the most surprised. Not that they're not scared of them. That they came back and just, they're not going to quit. Like, Mm-mm. they're not going to lay down. They're not going to go to L.A. on Thursday and lay down. They're, they're going to go to L.A. knowing full well that they're capable of doing this again, especially if AD doesn't play. And the crazy thing is, like, outside of Chris Paul, these are all, like, first-time, second-time guys in the playoffs like deandre Ayton's never been in the playoffs dan mm-hmm. booker's never been in the playoffs mikhail bridges never been in the playoffs like and these are the guys who are just killing the lakers over and over so i i, I think might have been i think it was us we talked about how this team kind of reminded us of like that thunder team like a few years ago when they played the lakers and they just weren't scared it was mm-hmm. like rookie westbrook or young durant young harden and they just gave the lakers a ton of trouble just because they weren't like smart enough to be scared i guess or something but yeah that's a big problem because i know the lakers maybe foolishly are still really confident that they come with these next two games and i know we might talk about it like if ad comes back that might happen but like one thing's for sure phoenix is not gonna like think we're gonna lose this series at this point a lot of people coming into the series were saying that the Lakers are just a bad matchup for the Suns because of their size Mm -hmm. and it actually turns out that that lakers size is a detriment to the lakers they have such a difficult time guarding Chris Paul, Devin Booker, campaign. I mean, they just don't really have answers for those guys. That's I mean, just, has Aiden missed a don't. shot yet, like in this series? Like, Right. Yeah, he's been absolutely incredible. I could pull up his game log just to tell you how incredible he's been today, obviously. I don't really count today. I mean, I, I, if you're the Suns, you count today. But it, like, just looking at numbers, um, the last game, he was 6 of 8. The, game, the one before that, 11 of 15. <laughs> then 11 of 13 and 10 of 11. His average is uh, 9 of 11 per game. <laughs> yeah. That, so, and today and, was 2 for you 3. Know that, no, you bring up a really good point, though. Like, that was the, the narrative coming in. The Lakers are just bigger. They're stronger. 
And I thought the same thing because they showed that in that last game against Phoenix in the regular season where AD just dominated. But again, like the paints and like the points in the paint tonight, I think Phoenix was like a plus 14. Um, and that's not the first time in this series that's happened. They've like beat up the Lakers in the paint. Like Gasol, it doesn't really matter who's out there. Drummond, Gasol, AD, Harrell, like even when they go small, like none of it's working right now. Um, so I, I mean, at this point, they need to get healthy, and that's been the the thing all year with this team. Like we're, we've always been just saying, okay, when they get healthy, when they get healthy. There's only two games left. There's really only one game left for it to happen. I mean, I'm. <laughs> It's it's difficult to like try and be any sort of positive after a game like this. I'm sure someone in our Twitter mentions will try and tell us that we were just incredibly negative and it's stupid because the only reason they lost was because AD got hurt and KCP got hurt. And once they're back, they're going to win and blah, blah, blah. But how many times can you say it? You know, even if AD is back, what what percentage are you getting of AD? That, he, already had a, yeah. he already had a sprained knee and now you're adding a groin injury to that. I, I just don't I just don't know what you're getting from AD. It has to come from somewhere else as well. It just has to, you know, I mean, I said that even if I'll say this again, because I feel like I say this almost every week, even if LeBron and AD are healthy, you need someone else to come in and score, whether it's a group effort or another third guy, you need someone else to score. And right now I have zero confidence in anyone else on this roster to do so. Now, I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm not saying it hasn't happened this series, but right now, Alex, let me ask you. Who do you think of when you're like, besides AD and LeBron, this guy can score? It has to be Dennis, but like the last two games, he's disappeared. Um, Kuz, I know the box score is going to look okay, but like he didn't look great out there, really. Like I, I, I credit him for at least trying like to move without the ball, to be aggressive going to the rim because literally no one else was doing it. But again, one for five from three. Like at some point, he's just got to make his shots too. From the team, or, it doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, I, I, again, even if AD is back, you're right. What AD are we getting? Because if it's the AD from game one, then it's not going to matter if he's back or not. Like, um, if it's the AD from game like two and three, like okay, they like, have a chance. I, I mean, yeah. and really like to put a positive spin on it, if they can just win next game, anything could happen in game seven. Obviously, um, yeah. they do are they are going back to Staples. That's a big plus, hopefully. I know home teams have it done well in the playoffs this year. Um, but it, having KCP and having AD back in the lineup at least adds some stability and kind of puts guys in places where they're a little more comfortable. They don't have to start. They don't have to play extra minutes. So mm-hmm. it's not all doom and gloom. Like, literally, you just need to win next game and really anything can happen in game seven. But I, I, it can't be this type of effort to win right right and i feel like i'm like the the worst person to do a podcast after a game like this because i'm already a natural pessimist anyways so now i'm just like like i thought i did obviously we both said lakers win in six that's not happening Mm -hmm. so your 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 best obviously your only hope is to go back to phoenix and win game seven the lakers have won a game there it's not impossible oh jared dudley signing that's how today's going jared (laughs) dudley's in the game um so it's but to go back to your Dennis Schroeder point, his past two games, three of 22 from the field. Wow. Eight, eight points and um, five rebounds and four assists combined in the last two games for a loss. So, yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's shown that he's capable of, of 
of being a positive obviously i said last time that we were on the podcast i said there should never be a minute on the court where either dennis or lebron's not on and i say that after coming off a win where he scored 24 points and going eight of 16 in game two so he's capable of doing it now did the suns figure him out like so i'm like you ask very good questions like are we just not giving the Suns credit? Did the Suns figure out Dennis Schroeder? Or are they really just pulling back and they're like, hey, shoot. Because I'm seeing a lot of that. I am seeing. Uh, that's a good point. That first quarter, how many of those little pump fakes was he doing? And the Suns were just not biting. They're like, go ahead, pump fake, shoot, do whatever you want. We're, we're not going to give you a layup. Dude, that's what he was killing them with in those first couple games. He was just getting mm-hmm. to the rim. And the best way to like stop that is just give him space. Let him like try to shoot threes. And... Again, like he's not making them right now. He's not hitting any type of jumper. He's not because he he's pretty good, like in that pick and roll, like going downhill, hitting that like fourteen footer. But he's not even making those. So if he can't get to the basket, uh, yeah, Phoenix is happily just gonna let him shoot threes. And, and the spacing right now is just garbage. Like Casey, and that goes back to just not shooting. Also, like it's missing and not shooting. It's just this really bad combo right now for the Lakers. Yeah, and. You know, LeBron literally just gave Skip Bayless the biggest ammunition he could ever give him. LeBron, with five minutes, five minutes and forty seconds left in the game, just went back to the locker room. He's seen enough. <clears throat> so, I think AD followed him. The bench looking a little empty. I don't even know who's left on the bench right now. So, uh, it's not a good look. Not a good look. I don't really know. You know, here's the other thing about LeBron. Doesn't my my brain's pretty scattered right now, and I'm pretty sure you guys can tell. I'm trying to like watch the game, but it really I don't know why I'm watching the game. Like anyone on the court right now, I think the Lakers would be fine without if they got hurt. And I, that sounds terrible to say, but it's McKinney, Macklemore, Dudley, Trez, and THT. So if any one of those guys gets hurt, I don't think it affects their game plan for the next game. But I will say that LeBron has shown flashes of still being LeBron, but I have always questioned if he still has that 40, 50 point game, the 50 point game in him, does he have a Dame Lillard game in him t- still? I don't think so. I, I mean, like, I, uh, that's the kind of effort that I thought they needed tonight. Yeah, I thought, to, I thought they needed a Dame, like Dame Lillard went out there and scored 55 points for the Blazers and they still lost. Like, I think that's the kind of game that I was hoping LeBron was going to go for. I'm not saying 55, but I'm saying that effort of just, I have to score. I have to go. I have to go. I have to go. And he didn't, and I just don't think at 36 he has that in him anymore. I'm not saying he can't score 35. You've seen him, but these, 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 just like grab the game by the neck and go get it. I don't know if he has it anymore. Like I don't even know if it's so much like the the final point total. Like if he had this yes. this game, like if he had 24, five and seven. I mean I, that's probably still not enough. But even if it was like 35 and seven, but he was aggressive. Like he 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 was the guy taking the shots he was getting to the rim i think it would have been different i i thought he facilitated a little too much um he settled for his jumper a little too much i thought too like he like early on he hit one three and then he just got super confident with that shot and to his credit he was six for ten but i i think it's his approach as well and again i base you can like we've watched lebron what like two or three years now mm-hmm. three. um you can kind of tell when he takes the game seriously or not uh, that was not a, a game he took seriously. Um, I think he tried a little early in those first few minutes, but then when he saw the lead just get away from them and he knew who was surrounding him in terms of like who can add some support, who can help like ammunition, 
he he just kind of not checked out, but he kind of knew. Okay, this one, I'm probably not gonna be alone in terms of how I'm not gonna be able to bring this back like by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that might be age. That might just be him preserving his body. He knows this is the end of the series. He knows there's two games left. Um, their backs are on the wall now. I, I mean, it's gonna be hard to win in Phoenix. Like, I think they can win the next game. Do you think it's over? Like, do you think Phoenix kind of no. like spooked no. him? No. Okay. Nah. No, I, 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 that's, I'm not that pessimistic. I still think the Lakers are, are able to win another game. Do you think AD uh, plays? Yeah, because I thought he was close to playing today. Okay. Um, I'm not so confident in them winning the series anymore. Like, I, I don't, I, I was, I was full of confidence even after the loss on Sunday. Um, I just didn't see this kind of performance coming today. I mean, it's 109 yeah. right now. And like even if they I, lost a close game, like it would have been understandable. Like you're yeah. without AD, KCP is obviously hurt. Like okay, like it sucks, but you at least fought. Like you at least tried. Yeah. You know. How many teams? How many? Se- I can't think of. I'm not a basketball historian. I've said this on this podcast. I watch a lot of Lakers basketball, not so much NBA. I can't think of a series where a team did what the Lakers did to the Suns in Game Three. Where they like tried to embarrass them, kind of succeeded, got their best player ejected out. Then the other team comes back and smacks them in the mouth, takes the next two. I can't think of a series where that the the first team that tried to embarrass the second team comes back and then kind of does it again. They tried, you know, like, yeah, they, they tried to punk them. tottering here, right? Yeah, they tried to punk them and like step on their necks and like they thought since they're a young team, like if we break their spirit here. Like, they're not going to come back. We're going to win this series easy. Yeah. And Phoenix just was like, no. I'm telling you, that game, when LeBron was messing with Jay Crowder, Phoenix made a run, and they made yeah. it close. It was like seven or six yeah. points at one point. So, like, the Lakers haven't dominated this series by any stretch. Like Sometimes sometimes being young and inexperienced can play out in yes. your favor if you're too dumb to know what's happening. Every single player on the Lakers right now knows exactly what's happening to them. And they were tested. they were not tested like this in the playoffs last year. They lost the first game every game, and then they they swept everybody mm-hmm. until the, until the finals. Like they did, they never faced adversity. I, I it feels like they they came into the series thinking that Phoenix was not worthy of them. Like they're this is a team that they wanted to play. They came into the series like every Laker fan came into the series. We're healthy. It's true. We'll be okay. It's true. And it's as simple as that. But you know. Hey, listen, if you ter- if you actually listen to this podcast, I can't imagine a lot of people want to hear a recap of this game. But if you're actually here and you are you were expecting some jolly-go-lucky, like, hey, we'll be okay podcast, I don't know what you're watching. Simple as that. I don't know what you're watching. So, uh, Alex, you are always more pos- uh, you know, optimistic than I am. Look, going to game six, which is on Thursday, and then if there is a game seven, I believe it's on Sunday. Um I'll check that again before we go, though. Um, what do you expect? I will not say what can they do, what, 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 how can they be better. No, what do you expect to happen on Thursday? I think the Lakers win. Um, I'm not sure what it looks like. And, like, I, you would hope they, like, dominate, really. Like, they shouldn't be embarrassed. And they should really want to come out and, like, gain that momentum back because they need momentum going to game seven like if they win and it's like a two point like struggle to win that game like phoenix is probably gonna feel really good going back home for game seven i think i think you you have to win you have to win kind of like 
obviously you don't have to win by 30 like Phoenix is about to do. But you have to win, I think, by like 8, 10 points and kind of just dominate. Like do what you did game three. Yeah, like you have to like take back the paint. You just have to play tougher. And um, I know that's not like expert analysis or anything, but like Phoenix just looks like a tougher team. And I think that's like the opposite of what we expected. Something to keep an eye on. Obviously, Anthony Davis, obviously KCP. I, I can't believe how, I mean, I knew how important it was, but I can't believe how important it's turning out that KCP is to this team. Like he, he's huge. That's, that's something that we really haven't talked about. Like he is defensively, he's huge. Offensively, he's been off all series, and I think that's why it's been a struggle. Like I genuinely think that because KCP has struggled the whole series and or been out, is why the Lakers are struggling. His defense on Booker those like first couple of games, like Booker didn't like he he scored his points, but it was hard. Um, and I thought KCP was a big reason for that. I thought Dennis was a big reason for that. Caruso. Like, Caruso sneakily has kind of, like, struggled um, on both ends of the floor in this series. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I know that's unpopular. Like, I know he's, like, the one guy people like to pick it's on. It's okay to be honest, man. Yeah, I, 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 and that's not just him. It's everyone. And yeah. I think that's the bigger issue here. But I, I think just effort-wise, defense-wise, um, they just really haven't had a match for Phoenix. And, yeah, going. I, I think I'm confident they're going to win game six I just because they have to. Yeah. Um, what about you? Am I just super confident? Well, something also I was going to say is something else to keep an eye on besides AD and KCP is Chris Paul. Chris Paul today, it looked like he kind of re-dislocated that shoulder. Looks like any sort of contact with that shoulder seems to be popping out right now. Um, I think that's huge because Chris Paul has been incredible the last two games. And I know like the box score may not look like it today, but he really was. He's a plus 34. <laughs> plus 34, dude. <laughs> So, I mean, Booker had an incredible first half. Cameron Payne came in and was incredible yeah, in the first he's, quarter. He's and then at that point, it was already over. So, um, something to keep an eye on is Chris Paul. Uh, by the way, I've been I've been rambling on here so we can get to the game. So I could actually say the final score, and it's over. 115-85. <laughs> Lakers lose 115-85. to Lakers almost outscored him in the fourth quarter, too, but didn't. 23-22. <laughs> so... Uh, if you ask me right now in this moment, it's not the best time to ask me because I normally do better after I, I, I kind of process a game. Uh, to me right now, I'm like, I don't know, man. I think they're going to lose. But no, I do. I, I just because I think this team is just too good to go out like this. Yeah. I hope. I hope. So I would think the Lakers, I think we see a game seven and then game seven, all bets are off, man. I have no idea. No one in their right mind can tell you what would happen if this series goes to game seven because game sevens are always unpredictable. And given how many people are hurt, like how many people keep leaving the game, going to the locker room, coming back, ruled out for the rest of the game, out for the next game, like we have at least KCP, AD, and Chris Paul. Like in the game seven, who knows what's going to happen to one of those guys? Hopefully nothing, but like literally anything can change. That's why they have to win next game. Like give yourselves a chance in game seven to kind of win this game. Um, I mean, if they lose game six at home, that I that's a rough way to go out. That's a bad look, and I don't know what happens in the off season if that happens. I think regardless, I mean, I, I I've said this on this podcast before. I don't think the Lakers are good enough to win a championship if they get past the Suns. I don't think their offense is championship material, unless something overnight clicks. I don't think. I think this team needs changes. I think this team is not. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm overreacting because of the, all the injuries they had in the second half of the mm-hmm. season because of what just happened and what's happening in this series. But I really don't think this team is good enough to win a championship. 
Do you? If all, if everything, like health, um, if everything is perfect, you think this team is good enough to win? It's just there. I feel like the talent is still there. I just I, maybe we did overlook the whole like not getting enough minutes together aspect. Um, I mean, they had a great. They were second in the West, but if you remember, like their schedule was like the what the fourth easiest or something like that. I, I mean, they but they're still playing well. Like they were beating teams pretty handily. But they weren't um, playing all that great. We talked about that. That's true. I mean, we were talking about like, well, they haven't really put a whole. And you know what's funny? That early on, we were like, AD is just coasting. That was the yeah. thing at the beginning of the year, and LeBron was the one coming out and trying to like get the guys going and stuff. So maybe I don't know. Like, it, it's tough to say after a loss like that. Like, I think my opinions get be skewed a bit after it. I, I talent wise, like, I still like maybe foolishly think like I, I still think they're okay. Um, yeah. They might well, not win this even, series. Before I, we even get there, I think we should focus on that. Sure. We should focus on winning this series. So w- what needs to change going into next game to win this game? Offense. I, I think it's the, I, honestly like they gave 100 to 15, and that was Phoenix could have probably scored more. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think they're connected, too. Like, I don't think it's like a, a one-way street. I think their offense is the reason why Phoenix scored a lot of points. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I think it's both, both things. I think today's box score is really difficult to look at it and get yeah, any sort of. Yeah, you gotta like throw of, this away. Yeah, I, I, if you see, I think I think there's two things that I I, I need. Well, one that's easily fixable: actual effort, actual fight, actual want to. That is the first one because it, they just didn't look there. They look rattled from the beginning. Secondly, you're the one that that tweeted that stat about the open threes and the wide open threes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to need uh, some open threes to be made. <laughs> Those are the two things that I, I, that I need to happen if they want to win, and I want them to happen. So this was this was something I tweeted out earlier, and this might have been skewed or maybe even like proven even more real after this game. But like if the Lakers were, this is according to Cleaning the Glass, if the Lakers were to shoot just league average, okay, just mm-hmm. league average on all their attempts, like at the rim, mid-range, and from three, do you know where, where they would rank in terms of effective field goal percentage? Which is basically just twos and threes combined. Like, do you know where they uh-huh. would rank in the playoffs? Almost, you're leaning towards going to be super high. The best team in the playoffs. They would have yeah. the highest effective field goal percentage if they just shot league average on their attempts. Based on Well, a lot of that goes back to KCP. It's everyone, though. It's not just KCP. Well, I'm talking about threes. He's the one that's getting wide open threes and missing. It's literally, I mean, Wes Matthews missing. He's threes. one like, for he's one. Wes Matthews one for five. Kuzma mm-hmm. one for five. Caruso one for four. Schroeder zero oh for four. Like it's everyone. It is everyone. Mclemore, our our designated shooter, zero oh for two. Yeah. So, again, like I, it's we're not asking much, <laughs> uh, like just average, yeah. um, but. Yeah, the big stat. Stu that, Lance is a uh, key to the game today. Okay, make fifteen threes. <laughs> I was like, for the series, <laughs> they made twelve somehow. This is a big one too. Like, I think this is one thing they definitely could work on next game. Like, if there's something in this box score they can circle and say, okay, this needs to change. The Lakers had sixteen turnovers. Phoenix only had four the entire yeah. game. It's a very clean game. That means they were just not pressured. Like, they were no. totally comfortable against this defense. Yeah, man. It was rough. Uh, I will leave you guys with this. Dennis Schroeder, 
from at StatMuse. Zero points, one assist, zero of nine shooting, 0 for 4 from 3, 84 million dollars turned down, and is the first Laker to go scoreless in a playoff game while attempting nine plus shots since the franchise moved to LA. Wow. Oh man, it, this offseason is going to be crazy. Yeah. Well, let's not get to the offseason yet, Alex. Let's get to game six and then let's get to game seven. And. You know, the thing for us is we won't talk to you guys that listen to this podcast until we know what happens in the series. So either next week we'll be doing a uh, recap podcast and then probably taking a little break or we're previewing if they're playing the Nuggets or the Blazers. Predictions. I, predictions. I, 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 oh man. For the like rest my, of the my, se- my, next my, time we talk. Right. I think that we're do- my initial my initial initial gut right now is that we're doing a recap. Oh no! I don't want an off season where we have no topics to talk about. I think if there's a if the Lakers get bounced in the first round, I think all podcasters on Silver Screen and Roll need at least a month off before we. <laughs> like, come on, man! You, what do you want me to talk about here? Um, I used. To, I mean, this would be the first time LeBron ever gets bounced in the first round of his career. I'll be optimistic. I say they win. I say they Good. win in seven. Good. Every time we agree, it never happens. So there you go. Uh, I'm Alex Padilla at Alex Padilla 86. I didn't even do the intros properly because I was so bummed out. At, at Alex Padilla 86. At Alex M. Regla. His Twitter account is fantastic. Go follow Alex. Um, well, man, I know one thing. I will talk to you on Tuesday. I don't know what we'll be talking about, but I, knew, I do know that I will talk to you on Tuesday. Any final words? Oh, man. Just be average. Any, Literally. Any, like, words? Any words? What if like a Laker listens to this? Like Any words of encouragement? Because I've been such a dick this whole podcast. Is there any like any positive thoughts? How about this, Alex? Finish us off with some positivity. I, I honestly I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> I'll say no, this. I'll say this. I'll say on. this. They're going back to Staples Game Six. I I I'd be shocked if Phoenix, if they lose in Game Six. Like either Phoenix totally broke their spirit. I, I just don't think that happened. Um, I, I think they'll definitely be a game seven. Whatever happens there, then whatever. It's a game seven. Those are the craziest games to predict. But um, I, I, I'm pretty confident there's a game seven. There it is. We'll leave it at that. Alex, we'll see you on Tuesday. Thanks, man. Thank you.